Thank you again for doing this, Ladina. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. I Thank appreciate you for letting it. Me do it. So uh for many people that don't know, uh this is Ladina Downs. And she is a female tattoo artist, and she actually works with me at Southern Ink Tattoo in historic Longwood, Florida. Uh, Ladina came to the shop uh, just over three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And now she is a full-time, full-blown female tattoo artist, and she has her own quirky little style. Yeah. You know? So, (laughs) but as I was saying before, female artists that I knew of growing into this industry many years ago were high up there and they were taught by, you know, the old heads of the industry and they're still around, you know, and they are badass artists, but you being a female now in the industry, what is your perspective? Like, how do you see things? Do you feel like you're, I know it's a pretty male dominated industry. Yeah, it but, still is really male dominated. But how do you feel? Like, do you you feel like you fit in pretty well with it all? I feel like yes, I do feel like I feel or uh, I fit in pretty well uh, in everything. Um, it was a little intimidating at first, right? Just because this is a very male dominated industry still. Um, but there are a lot more. Uh, female artists that are out there. Yeah, there's some bad. Yeah, yeah, there are some badass artists out yeah. there. Now, apprenticeship wise, you did your apprenticeship. Yeah, okay. it wasn't very typical from what yeah. I did the research on, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was awesome. And some of the things, like I was saying before, is that the way I went through an apprenticeship was, you know, scrubbing tubes, cleaning the shop, top to bottom, and. Some of the guys that I apprentice under, there was one dude, he he was a douche. He was a straight up douche. Oh no, what happened? Yeah. Now, the, the sad part is, is like, okay, I'm older than this guy and I'm getting yelled at by this dude. You oh, know what no. I mean? But I, I don't I don't think I was bad teacher. Yeah. No, of you course know? not. But the, the great thing about the shop is that it's not just me. You have everybody around you. Yeah. That's what I thought was, was really cool. It wasn't like I was just with one person and having to like stay with one person all the time. You were really open about that. Uh, you wanted me to look yeah, at other people's work and stuff like, cause everybody works differently. And yeah, you gotta, you gotta find your niche. You want to find yeah. your style. Cause everybody here does different things. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm basically, I used to do everything. Now yeah. I kind of focus just, just on the, the old school traditional yeah. style looking. Cause that's, that's what you vibe with. That's exactly. what works with you. You yeah. know, and I noticed the big thing with you was when you brought in your stuff, and showed it to me. It was a lot of pen marker style stuff, a little scratchy, you know, yeah. <laughs> but that's how it goes, though. Yeah. You know, but now your niche, I, I, I believe you're falling forward towards the traditional style. Yeah, I, I, I really do like the bold lines, the bright colors. Uh, it, it's very simple to um uh, and easy to come out with a really nice looking piece right. with um, the the style with uh, old school traditional stuff and mixing some neo traditional into it too, like with oh, yeah. a little bit more saturated with the colors and stuff. Yeah, uh, it all depends on what the piece calls for. 
Yeah, I was always told more black, more black, more, more black. black. You need more black. <laughs> yeah. Put more black in that tattoo. But need yeah, more, need more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. So I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. I just realized. Your initials are LSD. Yes. <laughs> um, you it, are a drug, man. Yeah. You know? So, what, what, dude. So, um, I hated my middle name when I was growing up. It, it, McMullen. I, I hated my middle name. Um, it just reminded me, like, I, I should have been somebody that had, like, a giant mole on my face somewhere. <laughs> uh, it was an old family name. Uh and it was just something that I did not like about myself as I was growing up. And then uh, when I got married to my husband, uh, I saw the opportunity and I ran with it. And I was just like, hey, so I want to keep my my last name, but I'm going to make my last name, my maiden name, my middle name. And it's not going to be hyphenated or anything like that. It's just going to be Ladina Spragans Downs. LSD, baby. And Damone <laughs> looks at me. He's just like, are you serious? I was like, yes, this is fantastic. <laughs> I'm running so with it. I, 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 for some odd reason, I, I don't know why I did it, but I went into Instagram to look you up again yeah. for your thing. Instead of just clicking on your profile, yeah. I wanted to search your profile. Yeah. And when I tried to type it in, I got like some type of, uh, you, you can't do that. It's drug related. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I'm dead serious. Oh so, wow, that's yeah. Funny. So it was like I got I got blocked oh in, in a weird sense trying to look for you, you on on one of the platforms. Oh wow. So but yeah, I was like, holy shit, man. Her her initials are LSD. See, that's what I thought was really funny because uh, the there was another artist that used to work here, and those are his initials as well. Who you you remember LJ? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I thought it was really funny because he actually had his initials tattooed on his fingers, and I was just like, "So what's that for?" He was like, "Those are my initials." I was like, "You're fucking joking. Those are mine too." <laughs> <laughs> LSD. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the drug of choice here at the tattoo <laughs> shop. You know. But uh, so now, Damone, Damone is, if I'm correct on this, he is a uh, is he first or second lieutenant? In oh the United God. States Army. I believe it is, I believe it's second. Yeah. Now, now you guys. I can't remember which which one's higher and which one's lower. He's the commander if that Okay, if that so helps. he's he, he would be uh, first lieutenant. Okay. Yes. Okay, so yes. I believe it goes second lieutenant, first lieutenant, and then yes. on to okay. captain. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, so you guys went through a bunch of shit a couple years ago during the whole covid situation yeah um so he was uh he was deployed up in in dc he he does ada um and uh when covid hit like i mean that 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 was crazy he was he was gone up there we knew that everything was going on and then the school shut down and then nobody was going to school and i had to stay home with my kid all the time and he's still up there and initially it was only supposed to be uh a year deployment and then they asked for some volunteers and they were like oh well it's only going to be you know 2 months more right and 
two months turns into three months and then three turns to six. And so it like, was just the really whole time long. he's gone up there. Like, what the frick is he? Is he wearing like a hazmat suit and all that shit? Or what, what, what was he doing? Uh, no. So uh, they worked on cycles, basically. Okay. So uh, in order for them to be able to um, have sanitary stations and stuff like that they would do two weeks they would have people come in and they would clean everything out and then they would have uh, another crew come in and they would have his crew on for two weeks right. and there would be mornings and then there would be nights and uh, it just really depended on if somebody ended up being sick because they had to if somebody ended up being sick the entire crew was out no shit and they would have to have another crew come in yeah yeah because they would have to be quarantined well, what, what was it 14 days quarantine uh, two weeks yeah yeah two weeks man. god bless them man yeah. so when i was in the service i was a truck driver i was 88 mike yeah and yeah. um i did my basic training and ait in one spot so was that in uh, uh fort leonard wood missouri oh okay and yeah. when they say lost in the fucking woods they yeah mean they it. do yeah you <laughs> fly into it. st louis and it's all big lights bright city and shit yeah. and then you get on that little greyhound bus man they take you out you know You're at just like, like it's dark out here there ain't nothing out <laughs> there's there there's nothing that, out no. here and then the next thing you know, all you see is a big light that says, welcome to Fort Leonard Wood, you know? And, and you you're got like, some... I think I made a huge mistake. And it's like it's like 3.30 in the morning. You roll up and uh, all of a sudden this short little drill sergeant, female drill sergeant gets on the bus and she's like, you got four seconds to get the hell off my bus. And, and don't you touch me. Yeah. And done, done. But yeah, yeah, that's got to be that that had to be tough on you, you know? him being along you know being gone that long like yeah. that you know and you know you like you said you're a mom too so yeah. i understand where you're coming from with that because i have kids and you know your your son now um you said uh he's a little jujitsu dude ain't he yeah, yeah he's big so into that he shit, does he? the i always stumble on this brazilian jujitsu mm -hmm. um but the the place that he goes to it's a american top team yeah. Uh it's actually right down the road from from the shop. Nice. And uh they do jujitsu, <laughs> um MMA, uh wrestling. He does a special wrestling practice that's on awesome. Wednesdays. Um that's one of the classes that he really likes to take. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um but he he really loves to do the groundwork not just necessarily the striking and stuff like that he, he'll get somebody he likes on the, the ground take down. Yeah, yeah he loves Let's to do get the them arm bars, his favorite man. thing is the hip toss oh yeah he, like, he likes nice. to get in behind somebody and just throw him to the ground i'm does like he ever, you like, can't sneak do up that on with people that are bigger and... than you man <laughs> does he ever sneak up on you at home like come here mom let me show no, you this no no he won't do that to me now him him and damone oh my gosh they'll be wrestling that's one of the reasons why we don't have a coffee table and then the dog Thomas oh, gets gets you gotta crazy. be careful though with dogs and kids and yeah. stuff like that because like i'll mess around with my kid in the living room and yeah. my dog will go after me yeah you know what i mean and it's yeah. like whoa 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 and uh, freaking well, ankle biter we had been doing it um we'd been doing, and she's a she's a german rottweiler mm. so she's big and if she wants to to wrestle around with you she'll wrestle around with you Those but good dogs, we, she's been uh dealing with them wrestling around and stuff like that since she was a puppy yeah so she goes off and she grabs her ball and she'll like 
throw her ball around, she'll whack somebody with the ball. That's awesome. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to play too. <laughs> but that that's good that your kid has that type of outlet to yeah. let that stress and yeah. that all go. I, it probably affected him a lot with him being gone oh, for yeah. so long, right? Um, yeah. It, it, well, at least you got, you know, his best friend. Yeah. And, and the nice thing, too, is with the technology that we have today. So you got Skype and FaceTime and stuff yeah. like that on your phone. So at least she could still get that face to face interaction. That was really nice. Because yeah. I remember I remember when I was younger, because I was a military brat growing up. My dad did deployments over in uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. Uh, and it's harder, too, because yeah. you got you, you actually have to wait for a specific. Yeah, because he, he was in a combat zone yeah. and he was doing. Uh, transportation so he was taking uh troops from place to place supplies from place to place and we never knew when we were going to be able to talk to him and that's even during the time when we could type emails and when he was on the fob he could actually call and stuff like that but my mom never knew when he was going to be able to call i I don't think cell phone service worked no 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 no. you would have to be there and actually have one of those landline phones satellite phone yeah stuff like that but yeah man that's that's tough now with you as an artist, so I know you have other mediums you're interested in as yeah. well. So, like you did, you just recently did a a I believe it was a commission for somebody. Yes, yeah. it was a memorial piece. Yeah. Um, they, uh, I, those always they always hit me really hard. Oh um, yeah, I've done those, and it, it it's it's rough. It, yeah, it, you know, especially for a lost loved one or something like yeah. that. You know, um, but this one here was for. A dog. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, but still, so, man, they're like part of the family. They're oh, they're yeah, kids, they bro. <laughs> you they're, know? they're they're fur babies. That's Every it, everybody loves their their animals a lot more than uh their than kids. a lot of people will let on to. <laughs> yeah, they, they love Sometimes them more than their they kids. Love them more than their kids. You know. Uh, but she she had had this dog. I think she was like fifteen years old. No shit. Yeah, they, and little That's Italian greyhound. The 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 tiny dogs are the ones that live the longest yep but the dog had been around for 15 years uh and they they leave a hole in your heart when they're gone especially when they've when they've been there for so long i i i lost a dog uh when i was younger and then i it was sad because he got out of the house and the poor thing, uh, his name was Chopper. He was a mix between a Doberman and uh, uh, I'm thinking almost like Rottweiler colored. He was brown yeah. and black. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> Excuse me. And he got hit by a car. Oh, no. And he crawled his way home on his front paws. And my mom had a vet ready to go for him to get him looked at and taken care of and at the time my mom my mom was kind of single she was seeing this guy and the dude had money and my mom asked him can you please let me borrow this money so i can take the dog and he said no oh and i ended up going away that weekend and when i had come home my mom had told me what happened and the dog passed away in her arms so but you know they ended up uh wrapping them up real nice and everything like that and then gave him a good burial and okay. all that stuff but yeah so hey 
dogs dogs do hold a big part of your life you know and i mean i've lost i've had other animals throughout the years and stuff like that but yeah man losing an animal it's it's hard it'll it'll put some serious serious uh emotional stress on you you know because animals are like they're almost like a drug when it comes to stress in your life. They know, <laughs> they know, like when you're going through shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They know when you're sad, when you're happy, yeah. you know, when it's good to be around you, when it's not to be around you. Yep. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know that. But that's cool, though, that you got to do that for this person and, yeah. and do this as a commission. It, but, it gives it gives some some closure. And like I, I had done another one for my my sister and she had had Achilles for forever she should have named him zero because he was solid white he oh never, really yeah he never looked like he ever got old the only way that you could so, tell that he got old was because his eyes started to get cataracts so she named the dog achilles yes why was he an ankle biter like was he like well, <laughs> I, mean? well <laughs> I think it was just because he was an italian greyhound as well oh, okay okay yeah uh but she actually wrote it out like they would spell it in Italian versus, oh, all uh, right. I, I think there was like a, a maybe two or three letters that were slightly different. Gotcha. But uh, every time that I would read his his collar, I would call him Achilles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because so, it was spelt weird. Now let's let's jump back a little bit here and let's talk about some of your apprenticeship. Yeah. Okay. So you take you take on the apprenticeship. Yes. All right what's going through your mind like you're like oh shit what did i get myself into what, what am i supposed to do like you know? i i was coming in every day wondering how am i supposed to do these things like what is he going to ask me to do right. what are the things that are expected of me um i knew a lot was going to have to do with with cleaning and making sure yep. that i was be- showing up on time and doing the basically things basically you're I a gopher to do. yeah you know yeah. you're going to go for this you're going to go for that you're going to answer the phone and yep. you know and you're going to be pretty much the shop made for a while yeah 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 so and you know a lot of people don't understand this is because the reason i do things that way is because i'm breaking into your mind the proper techniques for you to understand cleaning yeah you know because, because you, don't you have wanna... to you, you don't want to go into a shop that's fucking dirty. And I've, I've seen I've a few. I've seen some yeah. nasty shit. <laughs> oh, man. Like, uh, oh my gosh, the the, the dust no thing is real. The dust thing is real. Yeah. It's not just like grimy stuff. Yeah. It's, that floats around. Oh, and yeah. it can cause issues with your skin and stuff like that. And we're, yeah. we're it's an open wound. It's yep. like you've got road rash. Where where are you going to take your road rash to? You're going to take it to the hospital, right? <laughs> yeah. A clean place. Ugh. But if you're getting it and you're getting tattooed, you know, it's rubbing ink and road rash, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's the truth. Now, for instance... Like I said, you know, your apprenticeship, you had a good apprenticeship. It was, it was oh, pretty, yeah. it was pretty fair. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll give you a little throwback to some of mine. So as I was telling you guys earlier and, and you about the dude, I worked one of the guys I worked under. Yeah. Now, one of the other guys that was part of the shop, his name, I don't want to give out, but he ended up having a little problem and uh, he was a big, you know, big time pothead, which I, I could care less about, yeah, pot. Yeah, you know, yeah. it is what it is. People smoke it all day, every yeah. day, and they function perfect. Sometimes it gives them more motivation to do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. But he ended up having a little nose candy issue. Oh, yeah. So during my so-called I, I 
six month apprenticeship is what I took. Yeah. <laughs> because this is why. I got tired of running to the corner titty bar and buying bags of Coke for this guy. <laughs> I kid fuck? you not, man. So this, no. I knew the strippers by name every day. I'm like, oh hey, Strawberry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> What's hey, up, baby? Hey, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'd have to run down there. He hand me a 20 and I'd run down and pick up, you know, $20 wow. worth of so blow So they basically just had you as the, yeah, the mule, right? <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I cleaned the shop top to bottom and it was a two story shop. So it was two floors. Oh, wow. So yeah, so I would sweep and mop the uh, the first floor do all the counters, dust all the flash racks. So what was on the second floor? Other stations. Oh. So I actually had a small station up there because I ended up getting a crash course in body piercing. So I I ended up piercing for almost 15 years. Oh, wow. Along with tattooing. Oh, cool. So, but, you know, it's not my forte. I am I want to tattoo. That's well, what I yeah. wanted to do, you know? Doing the piercings takes away from the, the oh, tattoo Oh, yeah. Stuff. So, I ended up, you know, doing all that stuff. But, like I said, I got tired of running down to the, the corner titty bar to get yeah. bags of Coke. I, I so, would get tired of that, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I, and then I just pretty much self, I, I taught myself everything. So, yeah. like, I, I went to as many tattoo conventions as I could go to. I ordered every single tattoo magazine that was being published i mean i had probably somewhere around anywhere between 10 to 12 magazines being delivered per month i mean it would stack up my mailbox the the mailman's like dude i'm just gonna wrap them in bundles and put them inside your door i'm like you got so much shit you should have a library (laughs) but i knew things were turning around for me when i got my first published piece yeah and the very first tattoo that ever came out in the magazine was my dad's arm Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I did two old school Sailor Jerry traditional pinup girls on my dad's yeah. arm. And I took pictures. And back then, we had to write a release form for photography. Yeah. So from the client and things like that. And then I would have to have the film developed, go pick it up, make sure that the pictures turned out properly. Yeah. Pick out what pictures I wanted to send into the magazine, put them in an envelope lick the envelope you know stamp the envelope take it to the post office make sure it was proper weight and postage and then just wait to see what happens yeah you know you didn't get any letters saying it's not oh like yeah an we're email gonna use this saying hey we're right. interested in your work exactly it's, you had to put everything out there everything had yeah. to go through the post office but now i mean it's everything's digitalized yeah you know what i mean everything's so on instagram or tiktok yeah, or facebook exactly, exactly <laughs> man so and that now that's another thing too with us promoting. I mean, your promotion style wise, you know, you're doing a big majority of promoting through your Instagram. Instagram. So yeah. give give uh give everybody your Instagram. Oh, it's a uh, uh, supersetart.lsd. LSD. Don't forget <laughs> the LSD. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but uh, oh crap! Can you repeat the question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, I mean, I so you're di- no, my phone. that's okay. So you're just, you know, you're doing a 90, a good percent of your promotion through yeah, online through, media. And, and the Instagram is, uh, it's linked to my Facebook as well. Um, it's just, it's so freaking hard to figure out this algorithm crap. And it takes, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do art. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to sit here and make a full length feature film about one art piece and put it out on Instagram. Yeah. And sometimes it takes, you know, 20 minutes to an hour for me to edit the stuff that's on there. And it's only a few clips just because I want, I'm 
fucking OCD like that. Yeah. I want to make sure that everything I, I matches do the same. up. Like I do that. the same. So, you know, and a lot of times too is like, you know, we do have our ups and downs in yeah. the industry. So, we, we, you know, we're not getting to do the, some of the pieces that we really, truly wholeheartedly yeah. want to do. So, you know, we'll, we might throw some flashbacks, you know, some throwbacks for, of some killer stuff that we've gotten to do yeah. and post it out. But trying to edit everything and get it all properly the way that you want and then upload it yeah it does it does get time consuming yeah. big time because you can you can tell when when somebody puts something together for a promotion right. and they're just throwing stuff on there yeah. and then you can tell when they're spending some time on it and things match up to the rhythm of the song or they're adding you know words to it like hey this is what it yeah, looked like before. Caption, the captions the big thing now. Yes. And captions, captions are big right now. And the and that stupid um, tune. hashtags. That uh, stupid, and the clips. They that, have the, the stupid things where you can um you pick out a couple pictures and it automatically edits your stuff. Yeah. And then sometimes when it automatically edits it, it doesn't edit it the way that you wanted it to be edited. <laughs> right? So you have to go back in there and you're like, God. What the fuck is this shit, man? You know? (laughs) Exactly. But, oh my God, yeah. I mean, so... Yeah, when I, man, just the the way things, man. I remember Facebook when it first came out. Yeah, there was nothing on it. There was nothing no. at all. So and it was Facebook and MySpace. Dude, like I had a were, MySpace. I had MySpace. Tom was my friend. Yeah, you know, Tom was everybody's exactly. friend. Exactly, everybody's know? friend. Yeah, and everybody was competing for the top. That for the first. What, uh, what did you have? You had the year that top six spots or something. Yeah, it was a top six, and then yeah. they bumped it up to eight or something yeah. like that. You remember that? <laughs> just so people yeah. wouldn't be getting mad at know. each other. Is MySpace still around? Honestly, I don't know. I haven't thought of MySpace. I, I haven't in thought years. about that in years. Holy shit, man! But then they would have. Um, they had special places that you could go to to get uh, mods to change your page. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, and they don't. I don't think that they have that for Facebook. Yeah, and that was one of the reasons why I stayed with MySpace for so long was just because you could customize the way that your shit looked. Everything wasn't just like bland. It, it's so. Uh, to me, it's sterile. Yeah. Facebook is very sterile. It is. And it just has a whole Well, they just started, of- okay, so they have their new um, threads now. Oh, they do? Yeah, so it's kind of like a Twitter. this is how much I don't get <laughs> so their social media. Threads is kind of like Twitter now. Yeah. Okay, so like you can post to your threads and you can also share it to your Instagram. So it's off of Instagram, you know, but so for instance, I have three accounts so it's hard for me because I'm doing a shop account. Well, yeah, you have the shop account, personal, personal account. account, and then I'm doing the podcast. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I have everyday bullshit and then I have, you know, Southern Ink Tattoo and then I have my personal. See, you're just making things way more confusing. It is, but thank God, you know, I don't have to sign in and out. I just link everything so I can yeah, just push that a button is nice. and stuff that like that. That is nice. But then on top of that, I'm also doing Twitter for everyday bullshit. Yeah. And then I'm also doing the threads for everyday bullshit but yeah i know i know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to trying to get these photos and everything in a way that you want to get them to make them look good so it can draw that attention to you because i mean yes yes we are putting our artwork out there and putting our stuff out there because we want more people to come in but at the same time you want to stay true to yourself exactly as an artist and being able to put out because the reason why i got into this was why is it that every time we do that we end up tattooing shit we really don't 
do. I do. You know? it, it drives it's, it's, me nuts. It's like you you put out the most banging piece of traditional work, yeah, and you've done that. Yeah, uh, you've put out some really nice, beautiful pieces, and then people jump on it and they'll like it and they'll comment and then they're like, oh, I'm coming in to see and when they come in, yeah. you're getting all excited because you're going to be doing some traditional shit and they're yeah. like, hey, can you do this like, peppery do this? little dinky <laughs> thing? And you're or like, this, this realism is... piece? I'm like, I'm like, I don't do that I don't, shit. I, don't, <laughs> I haven't even dabbled in that yet. <laughs> so I have to like throw them off. I'm like, okay, this guy over here, he does realism. Um, I mean, I love comic book stuff, but this guy is way better at it than I am. Speaking of comic book stuff, did you get to see the new Flash yet? No, no, I haven't. Ooh, is it is it, it really good? It's, it's good. good. It's 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 not as good as I was expecting it yeah. to be, but I had overheard somebody saying something about the like the CGI towards the end was kind of yeah, it was shoddy. A, yeah, it was a little shoddy. Yeah. Um, it, it it could it it man it bugged me a little bit, but. It was some of it was good. The best part of the whole thing, I'm a big Michael Keaton Batman fan. Yeah. So seeing Michael Keaton back as the Batman, yeah, was was badass. Yeah. And then uh, there are certain people that play <clears throat> Batman. It's just like you are the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Best Batman. Yeah. Michael Keaton. You know, Michael Keaton. In my in my eyes, I would say it's Michael Keaton. Then it it is um, Christian Bale. Yeah, he and, did a really he did a really good yeah, job. I, I, I love think, I the Dark loved, Knight. Yeah, yes. Christian Bale's badass. Oh yeah. So I mean, he's been acting forever. Yeah, yeah. There's an old old school movie. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's phenomenal. It's based on uh, the Japanese War. Uh, it is Empire of the Sun, and Christian I, Bale's in it. And it's um, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's, the one that I really remember that he did was American, American Psycho. Psycho. Oh yeah, man, yeah. that's a good one. That tattoo has been done so many times it's too. So man. fuck, like it fucks with your head. Oh yeah, that is yeah. one of those movies that, like you never know what the fuck's going yeah, on with yeah. it. But yeah, Christian Bale's badass man. He's yeah. He, yeah, he's just him and Tom Hardy. Tom yeah. Hardy from Bane, man. That's that's the best Bane. You know, Tom Hardy knocked that shit out of the park. Another great show with him in it. If you guys get a chance, I they never made a second run of it, the second season yet. But Taboo, Taboo, what, yeah, what, uh, it's on FX. It was on FX. It's I Tom feel Hardy. Like I live under a rock. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was a great series. It's very dark. It's based on um, uh, the trading, like uh, ships and stuff like that from the eighteen hundreds and stuff like that in England. It's it, if, oh okay, you gotta, yeah. Man. So is it like about the Oh my gosh! What so basically, the golden triangle. They had the uh, something similar to that, okay. but yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm trying. I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. The name, but yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. It's called Taboo, and it's Tom Hardy. And I really hope one day they do come out with a second season because yeah. they left it for a second season, and it just like he just blew up after that. Like he was in everything yeah but yeah tom hardy can play anything and everything just like you know christian bale's badass but tom hardy man he's he, matter of fact he just uh he's a badass jiu-jitsu artist yeah um, uh, who was that there was another actor um that the guy that played venom in the uh that's tom hardy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh my god yeah. i'm so stupid <laughs> yeah it's tom hardy <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I had I had heard. Uh, my husband was actually telling me about this that there had been some jujitsu competition. Oh, he won. He it. had gone to, and he won the whole thing. And he would see people like people would finally recognize him out on the mat, and he's like, "Don't make it weird. 
Yeah. Do not fucking make it weird. Yeah, I just want to do this. <laughs> if I'm correct, he won that whole that whole competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I he's a that badass. That was really dude. fucking cool yep. because uh, honestly, I think pe- people that are famous like that they they really just want to they want to do what it is that they like. Yeah, they want to be normal just like everybody yeah. else. Like Keanu Reeves, man. Keanu Reeves when he's in the city and shit like yeah. that, he takes the subway, the train, he yeah. walks and everything. He wants like that. to be a yeah, normal he's a, person. He's very laid back, very nonchalant. You know. And he'll stop and take a picture and stuff like that. He doesn't want to be bombarded, but he just wants to live his life. Yeah. You know, but yeah, there are those type of celebrities out there that just, you know, they, they just want to be like everybody else. Do their thing. Just don't make it weird. Yeah. Just don't make it weird. (laughs) Don't make it weird. (laughs) (laughs) So with, what are, what are some of your uh, goals? Um, well, to build up my clientele, which. Well, that's everybody's goal in the industry, you know? Um, and basically just continually getting better at yeah. what it is that I'm doing. Um, well, here's a little pointer that was given to me, and I still live by this. The day you stop learning is yeah. the day you should put down your tattoo machine. Yeah. Every day's a learning ex- experience. Yeah. Every day you'll learn something new. You know, everybody's skin is different. Everybody takes ink differently. Everybody yeah. heals differently. You know, so that's one thing you'll always remember is the day you stop learning in this industry is the day that you should put your machine down. Yeah, And it's uh, um, honestly, sometimes it's hard to get people to come back in to get healed work. Yeah. Like to get pictures of healed work and stuff like that. So you can see because everybody yeah. it's you practice tattooing just like doctors practice medicine yeah you everybody's different yep so in order for you to know what it is that's going on with this person's skin like as you're tattooing somebody you could sit there and be like okay well this person is reacting this way and you're remembering things that happen with other clients well that client's skin didn't do that what is it that makes it different yeah and you have to it's a fucking rolodex in your head you have to start thinking you know okay well if this person's skin is reacting like this i need to do this with my machine or i need to lower this or use a different needle and the stuff that's out today is so much better than years past like i've been doing this for over 20 something years now yeah you've gone through a, a lot of changes in the industry oh yeah i've been you know so i've tattooed all over the united states i've tattooed everywhere from key west florida all the way up to the meadowlands out to california texas was probably one of my favorite places to tattoo, which was out in... Um, well, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> they had to get bigger tattoos out there in Texas, yeah. right? <laughs> but no, no, but in general, but one of the best places that I used to go to every year was Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. So they used to do, they still do it. It's the, the Beer City Tattoo Fest, and it's put on by uh, a certain tattoo company. And every year, and he does a lot of conventions now so he's all over you know but uh different cities different states stuff like that but that convention was by far the most amazing convention place i ever ever went to and i could tell you some fucking stories from that see that's one thing that i i I really want to do i want to be able to go but i'm i'm also nervous about it because i've never done it before let me tell you something (laughs) I was nervous as shit when I did my first tattoo convention. Yeah. And there was a lot of big people there. Um, I hung out with, uh, do you know who the Enigma is? He's the guy that's tattooed from head to toe in puzzle pieces. What the hell? Yeah, he's a full-blown, full body. He's one of those... Um, 
one of those artists. Oh my uh, god, no! I I've seen a picture of him before. Yeah, yeah no. So, but yeah, his name is the Enigma, and he does like sideshow acting. Oh, so okay. he does like he shoves like a freaking ten inch nail into his nose, into his face, and he you know he stands in front of a grinder getting sparked up and plays with swords and lays on nail, you know shit That's like crazy. that. But yeah, so he was at the convention and a bunch of other artists, and it was my very first convention. I was nervous as shit. And I ended up walking away with seven trophies that weekend. Nice. Yep. I took uh, best of color, best of show. I I I won a, I won a lot. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then the more I got comfortable, and the more going out and putting my name out there and doing shows and stuff like that, I ended up building friendships and bonds with other artists from all over. Yeah. And it was crazy because then once I started doing that, we would all have a booth next to each other and then we would knock down the center rails and make one giant booth see that's fucking cool yeah and it was just like <laughs> that's how it was so you know and then you would get messages and phone calls like hey are you going out to this show are you going to this show yeah 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 and then when we would get there they would have us pre-assigned to a certain booth but if you needed to make a little adjustment and say hey look can you move me over here with them and blah 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 they would you know if you knew the people and yeah. you made some connections you could make something happen did you ever have any any issues when you would want to move around like did you ever have anybody at a convention that was like a dick or anything like that no um there was a kid that in a shop that i worked at i'm not going to mention any names and uh he was a fucking tool and so i started you know i had just butted heads or so the guy that hired me owns a big company yeah okay and so he hires me on the spot in the driveway. He's like, you want to fucking start right now? You could fucking start right now. I'm like, no, I don't have any of my stuff with me. He's like, will you come back tomorrow and you fucking start? I was like, you got it. And I came back and I started, <laughs> you know? And uh, so I ended up working with this dude. And this dude at first I thought was really cool. So, you know, I would go into the shop being the newbie. Sometimes you're going to sit around a couple of days yeah. throwing your thumbs, waiting for somebody to come <clears> in, you know, because these guys are already established, you know. So people are starting to come in and I start talking to walk-ins and this guy would jump up and, and be like, oh, you can't tattoo them. And I'm like, why can't I tattoo them? Well, I tattooed their friends so they belong to me. But I'm like, you don't own them, dude. Yeah. Like they are not they're not part you you know yeah. they don't belong to you man they have the right to get tattooed by anybody they want yeah and i was i was talking to these people for a good while and then when i sold the design and whatnot he would jump up pull that shit man and take that client so that's bullshit that's yeah a- it was but this happened for a good while so as time went on i ended up leaving that shop yeah and i actually moved um back down here yeah and then i went back up there where i was living before worked at another shop and then this dude tries to go to the guy that i'm now working for like yeah. oh you don't want to fucking hire him and blah 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 and he got all bent out it of sounds shape like because, somebody's jelly <laughs> yeah he was and what happened was i started building my clientele bigger than his so people that i started tattooing knew people that got tattooed by him yeah and when they saw my work they wanted to come see me and get a tattoo so in other words he he, had tiny dick syndrome pretty much (laughs) and yeah shit went down from there but yeah there are people out there like that and that's one thing i could never stand yeah is you know what it's your body yeah it's your temple you have the right to get tattooed by any fucking person i do what i want (laughs) exactly you have the right to get tattooed by anybody you want you know, I don't own you. Your body yeah. doesn't belong to me. It's your body. So yeah. you want to go and get tattooed by somebody in my shop? 
that you know that's fine yeah and i'm like that with you guys and you've seen that i, I am I've, not I've a greedy person that like they they like my work they've gotten tattooed by me but they want something that's out of my realm i'm like dude this guy over here does a great fucking job. Yeah. You need to go and see him for that. And that's the thing that I love about this studio is that we have such a wide variety of artists. I mean, you could walk into this shop right now and get tattooed American traditional, American Japanese, portrait. Yeah. New school, Japanese animation, micro anything. Realism, micro realism. realism. Yeah, it's it's here. And yeah. that's the, that's the great thing about a good shop that has a good variety of people you know but but like i said there are those people out there that think they're They're the end all be all yeah they they think they're god's gift to fucking everything and they deserve everything and that's like some of these new newer artists that are out there that are coming in looking for jobs and stuff like we went through an issue with the shop here with somebody like that yeah Yeah, you know this person comes in and they want to apprentice and you give them a chance, and then they get bent out of shape because they're not making any money. I didn't make That's any money what... for the first two two years when I was doing this stuff, yeah. you know, even as an apprentice. I mean, okay, so like I said, things were different when I was an apprentice compared to when yeah. you were an apprentice. So when you scrub tubes as an apprentice, some of the artists would tip you out a dollar a tube for scrubbing Yeah. It. You know, and then that's how you made a few extra and bucks. How to... You you did that with me when yeah. <laughs> when so, I first started. I was cleaning and stuff like that, showing up, and you're like, "Hey, here's a twenty. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so but it's just like you know, some of these people just think you know their shit don't stink, and yeah, it goes that way. And sometimes sometimes it's honestly hard to uh, to get significant others to understand yeah. about the way that it works too oh and yeah it, this is not an hourly paid job no. it's when you have somebody in your chair and you and, gotta you gotta watch too sometimes because i had a big issue with an ex yeah okay where it came down to the jealousy mm-hmm. you can't tattoo her there you can't do that you want to fuck her i'm like no i don't <laughs> no. like what the fuck you know no. but no i totally understand but yeah. it is not your normal nine to five yeah okay no, it is not. not it is a uh commission-based business yep. you know and the more you bring in the more and you'll you're going to make potentially yeah and especially know? in the beginning like the tattoo i did yesterday i probably should have charged a little bit more for because i'm getting faster yeah <laughs> yeah i personally and i told him i was like uh, is one you know one forty an hour, and I got the piece done in a fucking hour, and I like yeah. hurt myself Nor- doing yeah, that. Yeah, normally stuff like if you know honestly that it's going to take you a certain. That's why I don't charge by the hour yeah. now because I've been doing this for so long. I tattoo so fast, so I charge by the piece. Yeah. Now, if we're going to do bigger stuff that's going to be well intricate and larger scale, then I'll go by a session. So yeah. the hourly and session thing for me is i rather do session work than hourly work yeah you know this way okay so you 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 do session work with me for a couple of hours and if i end up you know what i mean knocking this stuff out we'll carry over to the next session you know it is it's better that way for me at least you know but yeah i you having somebody understand that it's not a normal 95 paychecks vary you know tattooing's like the stock market we're up one week we're down the exactly. next you know what i mean so you know and here recently it i honestly think it's because it's uh what it's close to an election year right yeah yeah, yeah. every every time it, it gets slows down so much yeah. so fucking much 
And and it's not just us. I've talked to other people too yeah. as well. Everybody's holding on to their money. Yeah, everybody's, you know, it's, you know, tattooing is not a necessity. That it's and everything luxury. is so fucking easy to buy on Amazon. Yep. They need to cut that shit, you know. That shit drives me fucking nuts because mm-hmm. there are people that will come in and I will see their home done tattoo and I'm like, what, what, what is that? Yep. Oh, I did it to myself. My friend bought a tattoo gun. I'm like, no, no, honey. <laughs> you just wanted to hurt yourself. That's what that turned out to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, man. Scratcher tattoos. I talk about that in one of my episodes. Um, and it's 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 ridiculous. It, it's, it really does. At, yeah. at some point, you're sitting there and you're looking at that the artwork, quote unquote, that somebody has put on their arm. And it's all blown out. The dots are all over the place. And you're you're sitting there. And it, well, at least I am. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, did you were you OK when you were doing that to yourself? But you know what the sad part is, is that you as an artist can see all the imperfections in that tattoo yeah. and know it's done poorly. Yeah. But to this person. It's like the fucking Mona Lisa. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, yeah. What do you mean it's blown out? Well, what, no, I wanted it that way. <laughs> no, you did not. No, Trust you didn't. me. If Why? you would have come in and gotten a professional so piece done. Let, me, then, yeah. let me tell you something. I'll tell you a story about a tattoo I did once. Yeah. So this was probably, I was about maybe eight, nine months into tattooing. Mm-hmm. And I tattooed a darker complected guy. Yeah. And all his tattoos were scarred and puffed. He keloided. Yeah, because they keloid. Exactly. So I tattoo him and the tattoo turns out perfect. And, you know, he comes back a couple weeks later all mad because it's not 3D. And I'm like, what do you mean 3D? He's like, it's not raised up like he all my other ones. He wanted it to look I'm like, like that? no, man, you don't understand. Is that those tattoos that you have that somebody tattooed you? They scarred you. That's called keloiding. So they yeah. didn't they didn't tattoo you properly. And he didn't know any better. And he did he did not know any better. Because from the beginning it was like that. It was like that from the very first one. So they scarred him and all of his tattoos keloided up. So they looked almost like they were braille on his on his yeah. arm. So, you know, and when mine healed on him and the glaze went away and everything, it was smooth just like the rest rest of his skin. Yeah, because that's did. how it's supposed to be. Exactly. Unless you are specifically doing scarification, which is something completely that's, fucking different. Yeah. And um that's I believe that is still illegal here in the state of Florida. Yeah. Yeah, which is scarification branding, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I knew a lot of people that were big time into that. So I believe um they used to go up to Georgia and there was places up there Are, that were aren't do there it. some places up north that do more more stuff like that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you just you gotta look for it. I I don't think it's well advertised. Well, you yeah, because they're literally taking chunks of mm-hmm. your skin out. Yeah. 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 It's it's nuts. You know, it's crazy. But yeah, there's just... you. you just, My thing is like, how do you get rid of all that? Because they're literally taking a piece of you. You're not getting rid of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, actually you are. You're getting something taken away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, but... Ladina, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. So um, once again, give everybody a shout out on your uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, it is supersetart.lsd on yes. Instagram. Yes. Awesome. Remember the LSD. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, deeply appreciate it. And once again, yeah, this is Everyday Bullshit. Yeah. yeah.